0: This week on the Poison Rana free feed, we had the
1: chance to talk to Hollywood Haley Jay from the Netflix documentary series Wrestlers, Women of Wrestling, and OVW. Hi, I'm the Bougettoist baddie around Hollywood Haley Jay.
2: We loved you on Netflix. Oh, wrestlers. Man. Thank you. I want to start off by, like, hey, how's. Things have changed since being on Netflix.
1: Well, since then, um, everyone finally knows that I'm a superstar. I don't just say it and not mean it, you know. Um, I get recognized every time I go out somewhere. Uh,
3: My pay grade has came up, you know.
2: Search Poison Rana in your podcast app. Hit subscribe and check out all the free shows covering wrestling, pop culture, and more.
3: Poison Rana.
1: First time in a long time, but back like I, I never left. Taking these things as it comes, you know me, I don't read ahead. head. Watch we burn down everything BDE on the TV
2: set. When I'm in control on your roll, you can never really know what's up next. Hello. Hello, hello, hello. Braden Harrington here with Davey Portman for Up Next. You found us on postwrestling.com or whatever podcast app you are using right now or maybe... Just maybe you're watching us
1: live on YouTube.com slash post wrestling. Hello, postmarks.
2: Hello, postmarks. Hello, NXT friends. Friends. Hello, tadpoles, poison pals, whatever you are. Thank you for hanging out with us here, whether it's in the YouTube live, the YouTube replay or the podcast version. Hello, fine people. It is a Tuesday night. It means we are here to watch NXT. Yeah, we're your friends. I said that one already. So, yeah. But we're here. And we're on the road to a deadline. We have a deadline coming up this Saturday. I hope everyone's not leaving it to the last minute.
1: Yeah, they're getting their homework done early this Tuesday.
2: It's almost like a reminder for Christmas presents. Like, hey, you have a deadline. This yeah, you're like, How, uh, have you sorted
1: any of your presents yet?
2: No, no I've just like the older I get, like I don't have kids, and I don't have like like siblings that have kids. So like the holidays, I can get really festive. You know, I'm a festive yeah. person, but I just like don't. Do mood. get into the mood just I had yet. a conversation with my brother
1: the other, other day. Obviously, I'm not seeing them yeah. at Christmas because they're back in the UK. Uh, but he's like, okay, here's some things mom and dad have mentioned. So it's like, okay, I'll sort them out. He's like, do you want to get me a present? I'm like, no. no. Do you want to get me a present? No. Okay, can that be our present? Yeah. Um. So I'm going to ask the same thing. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you
2: want a present? No, no, no. No, we'll just... Buy some eggnog and yeah, some Baileys, rum rum
1: chala. What is it? Chala.
3: What's it called? (laughs) Rum chala. Timothy (laughs) jamalet.
2: What? Sounds like we've had some today, but Uh, we're we're sober. Yeah, yeah. yeah. We're both like kind of thinking, like, are we sick? We're not quite sure. We, you have a tea. I'm jealous. You got me an extra water, though. We're good for Mm -hmm. this show. We're ready. What's
1: it called? Rum cha? Rum (laughs) chada. Rum chada. Yeah. (laughs) Rum cha. Rum (laughs) Rum-challa-cha-cha.
2: Yeah. So uh, that that's what we can have for the holidays. Uh, Hey, you you know what you. Get yourself for the holidays a subscription to the Poison Rana Patreon for Absolutely. only five bucks. Yes. Get yourself the gift that keeps on giving this holiday season. Get it for a friend. Get it for a family it's, member.
1: It's a present for both you and us. Yeah. So why not?
2: We do get strange requests. Like we should have like a tipping thing because we do get st- listeners from all over the world, and mm. that's always amazing. But some people from all over the world are like, "Hey, how do I like support and you know send you guys stuff it's like well you can buy yourself a subscription to yes. our patreon that helps a lot um and this is one of the best months to sign up as well
3: oh i yeah. think
1: october is a, a i know john and way have like g1 season is their like hot season yeah for us i think it's halloween and christmas
2: yeah well those are two you're just taking over both holiday like yeah yeah we're, you know. we're,
1: we're the holiday boys
2: yeah <laughs> 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 just making up names on the Get spot on right. shirt. yeah yeah uh yeah we'll talk about that uh so Yeah, holiday season is definitely fun for uh, some reviews. We have a whole lot of stuff scheduled for this month. I know that we are, we just recorded a Was Next, Mm -hmm. where we're talking about an old episode from February 19th, 2014 of NXT featuring the Go Home to the first ever NXT special on the first ever network special. NXT arrival, which oh, yeah. we'll be looking at. We, we scheduled it for this month, but some timing. We want to make sure our was experts get on, on the show with us. Shout out Anne Marie and Chris Price. So we might have to push that one back a little bit, but we are on the road to this and it will be, uh, Pretty fun to, to review that. So we, we looked back at the February 19th edition. Tyler Breeze, Adrian Neville, Cesaro and Sami Zayn in a hot feud setting up for that big match mm-hmm. at Arrival. Uh, it's gonna be good stuff. So that was a- Age and
1: Emma in not so much of a hot yeah. feud, but-
2: But we did lots of other stuff. We just did a review of Lord of the Rings, The Two Towers. We talk about some potatoes and Gollum and all the fun stuff there, the big fight, uh, which is leading up to just next week, we're recording for what, the 20th? The
1: 20th anniversary of Return of the King.
2: Yeah, so you Middle Earth heads out there, you elves and peeps, uh, this is all your ball game, this is in for you, Like this is us talking about all the Lord of the Rings stuff, and those are two reviews, kind of only a few weeks separated on our Patreon there, which uh, it was a lot of fun, I-, I used to really love these movies as a kid, and kind of rewatching them definitely was like oh man like i i didn't i gave game of thrones a chance Mm -hmm. and i didn't quite really like it but watching this shit these movies back i'm like oh this is this is the stuff it's less dragons you're right less dragons and more like you know whatever i
1: don't know there's something about these films that have always connected to me I, i know we've done like a lot of the star wars films and stuff in the past but these are like my favorite films of all time so i just love talking about it yeah they're long films for me they just like i'm just taken to another world for three and a half hours yeah. you know like it's i i love them and can't wait to to talk about which is my favorite one return of the king
2: yeah so this month is also pretty stacked that was a, a pick we did emmanuel who's picked lord of the rings so we went back to him for two towers your friend from geek centric kev picked return of the king so that's kind of how we're, we're yeah. wrapping in all these up yours but you know john Sino. Who hosts a bunch of shows here at Post Wrestling and Poison Rana? He has—he is a family member and a mm-hmm. world champion, one of the OGs, in fact. So we decided to give him back another chi- chance, and man, he's picked a, a a real stinker, if you will, Howard the Duck. Yes, and I—I I don't know if he's done this publicly, but I'm going to do it for him here. I don't want to steal his thunder, here, right? But. This is technically a Marvel. it is yeah. movie. yeah. this is he's told me this is technically in the MCU mm-hmm. the The light's shining in the sky, fellas, for an MCU later invite, because I mean, WH Park, Waiting. You're frauds. You haven't watched the original Marvel. Oh, I'm sure they have. (laughs) (laughs) Well, you haven't done a review of it yet. And somehow Cino's got us doing it. So I know he wanted to invite those, those lads over and Hey, the invites there. I know it's the holidays. We're all getting busy, but fuck it. Uh, I know, I know that's what he wanted. So I did it for him. So I love you, Sino. And, uh, maybe we can do this. But yeah, Howard the Duck. I hate this movie. Like,
1: (laughs) I've seen this once when I was a kid and I don't really remember much. I remember liking it because there's a duck. Yeah. You know, like, <laughs> and I'm a child. Like, yeah, yeah. but yeah, this is, uh, this should be quite fun to dive into.
2: Yeah. Uh, other things, obviously, CM Punk being in the WWE. Well, that's inspired us for a best match ever. We're going to look at in a few weeks the best of CM Punk in WWE. Mm-hmm. So obviously a few matches his come to mind. first run. Yeah. His first. This- oh. That's what we're calling yeah, it now. Yeah. yeah. Look at him. He's like Sean.
1: Is it, I mean, this is what? Best match ever. CM Punk sports entertainment. It's the sports oh, entertainment yeah, years. Yeah. Yeah. I guess. Yeah. There's some good matches in there. There are some so good matches. So
2: we'd also love some recommendations because we're going to record that in a few weeks. But, uh, yeah, uh, then what else do we have?
1: Well, uh, we have coming up. Um, this Friday on the free feed, we've got Martin Bushby, Dickie Bird and Brandon from New Jersey dropping a brand new episode of Eagles Don't Hunt Flies, their John Moxley mixtape show. This, uh, month, they're going to be talking all about the, uh, ever evolving theme songs of Moxley over the years and kind of deciding which is the best John Moxley theme song. Okay. But that leads me to the head of Eagles Don't Hunt Flies, Martin Bushby, Bushby is heading up the big fat wrestling quiz of the year, 2023. And this year, you know, all, all television rights are up at the moment and all that. We managed to poach it from post. Wow. And we're having it on this very feed. Wow. The, the poison rana feed. Wow. Sorry. I forget where Wait, I am. Wait, we're on the post feed I, what, right well, now. No, don't tell them. Um, so yes, it's going to be, uh, uh, Maddie Edwards teaming with Benno. Oh, uh, Kate
2: from Montreal teaming with Bruce. So we got team grapple, team,
3: team,
1: post. Yeah, yeah, and uh, myself and Brandon from New Jersey.
2: Yeah, uh, you're like the you're gonna be like the Noel Fielding. Well, we team. were
1: we were last year, yeah. So uh, I'm hoping for a bit better from uh from, uh, from art from both of us. No, I'm not putting on Brandon. I gave him a quick call the other day. I said, "Hey, we got to start training, right?" Uh, so every morning at 5 a.m., I'm starting with a different month. I'm like, "Hey." What happened in January, Brandon? And
2: Oh, so you have to go through everything it's in going through the months of the year. Okay, so when is this happening? And when can, and it's free for people to tune in? Yes. So this is happening on Thursday the 21st. Um
1: time to be to okay. be announced yeah. a little closer, but yes, we've got Bushby uh doing that for i think this is the third year now doing the big fat quiz
2: excellent i've been loving bush beyond eagles don't hunt flies and i know that he will knock it out the park with this one uh as always so can't wait for that one and can't wait for it to be on the poison rana feed but i i'm worried because that's on the 21st and i might be a
1: little hungover
2: going into this because yes we're we're hosting aren't we that's right on december 20th We are also going to be going live on the Poison Rana YouTube feed for the, I'm going to say first annual, we've done things like this before, but we're hosting a Poison Rana Christmas party. Yes, we are live on our YouTube page. Hit that subscribe on YouTube, Poison Rana in your YouTube.
1: Our aim is to go for a, uh, a few hours. It's going to be like a Christmas party. You know, you might have other plans. You might be going to other Christmas parties that day, but you can pop in. You can say hi. You can drop off some mince pies and eggnog and then, and then go off to, to Aunt Judy's Christmas bonanza.
2: You're going yeah. to after. You can go in someone's back garage and smoke a doobie. You know, we can do all of that.
1: So we are hosting a virtual Christmas party on the YouTube um, where we're going to have many of the people we collaborate through uh, Poison Rana and Post Wrestling coming, coming and hanging out with us. We're going to play some games. We're going to talk a bit of the year that was 2023 and some highlights and lowlights of the year. And if you are a patron, you will have the StreamYard link as well. So if you want to come in, say hi, wish us happy holidays um, and whatever, you feel free to do so. But this is available for free for everyone. So you can all watch it on YouTube, live, after the fact, whatever.
2: Yeah, so we're going to do it early in the day on Wednesday, hours going into Dynamite. Yeah. So, hey, if you're someone who watches Dynamite and you got nothing to do beforehand, this will be perfect. On the 20th, come hang out and join in on the YouTube because we'll be hosting a party. And what's a party without some party favors? Mm-hmm. But party games. Yes. Party games. Yes. So you've invited everyone involved in our feed and the few other friends on this show to that you're basically going to we're gonna we're gonna have some fun, and it's gonna be something that we I haven't really tried, uh, a, really on a show. So some fun things to come on the Christmas party for Poison Rana. So can't wait for that, and can't wait for you guys to come. So twentieth, there will be free on YouTube. Come hang out. We can't wait. Get your Baileys and your rum chatas. Rum chatas? <laughs> I don't know. Whatever, it's, whatever. It's rum chacha But yeah, uh poisonrana.ca for the links of everything that we do. But yeah, we're uh we're simple little creators that create content and uh we uh we use patreon to get by so check out our patreon and if 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 you're like i can't guys i love you but times are hard the best you can do is search poison rana hit that subscribe hit that download it goes a long way write us a nice message you know goes a long way absolutely and yeah always
1: hit subscribe yeah um we usually go live at around 2 p.m on a sunday with uh on our free feed uh poison rana talking about kind of the whole week in the world of wrestling. Uh, well, last week we didn't go live because we actually, uh, had the opportunity to go to, uh, Destiny Wrestling meets OVW. Yes, we, we got hooked. Uh, we were, we were a little late on the, on the bandwagon there yeah. for wrestlers, but, uh, both Braden and I caught up quite recently with the, uh, Netflix documentary Wrestlers, which we absolutely loved and really hope we get a second season of. And, uh, so we thought, man, we, we gotta, we got to see these guys so uh our friends at destiny wrestling yeah uh, hooked us up shout out emilio yeah shout, shout out, out randy. rowdy randy shout out rowdy randy for for sorting that out for us and we had a great little trip to Mississauga and uh got to watch some wrestling had had a great time uh and had the opportunity to interview hollywood J.
2: Yeah, I've been following WoW for the past little while and, and then this wrestler series. So th- this was definitely a, a little fun interview. We got to hang out with her and chat about, uh, Canada and how the internet isn't always right, but you know, that's mm-hmm. hilarious and backwoods and Kentucky and a lot more. So it was a lot of fun and, yeah, Destiny in anyone in the local Toronto area, like they put on some good shows. I know Zach Ryder's coming in for their next one, I think in, in the dirty schwa. Yeah. They better watch out. They better book that kangaroo for that show. <laughs> <laughs> like that, that kangaroo running around outside Toronto. I'll to tame
1: it first. He, he's, he's being like punk in AEW right now. He's yeah. Going around punching punching authorities yeah so this
2: kangaroo gets like in transfer gets lost get gets released in in outside toronto which it's cold here so like this poor kangaroo is hopping around for a few days in the snow almost in the snow but finally they found it and when they were trying to catch it it like punched a cop (laughs) classic kangaroo i mean i i appreciate that they haven't tried using tranquilizers
1: yet that they're trying to like catch it like safely but yeah Yeah. they've i mean we all know about the kangaroo kick don't we but the kangaroo (laughs) punches, yeah yeah. equally as devastating
2: uh but yeah check out uh destiny wrestling and check out demand lucha because in a few weeks on the 14th in toronto we're going to be at demand lucha for their christmas lucha party Mm. which which looks crazy gringo loco versus jack cartwheel in a ladder match yeah don't know how they're going to pull this off but i can't wait also uh indie favorite of mine von vertigo taking on impact champion Alex Shelley, he's champion. Yeah. Yeah, that's yeah. pretty crazy. Uh, and the Medicos, which we love as oh, well. Yeah. So yeah, anyone there, you'll be definitely finding us there as well. And uh, Yeah, the Toronto independent wrestling
1: scene uh, is really thriving again now. So yeah, like yeah. some great shows. It really. really is. That was my first time at Destiny. Had a great time there. Uh, always enjoyed the Demand Loot shows as well um so yeah if you're around in the area come hang out with us
2: yes uh i swear we'll talk about nxt i swear but we yeah we go live on sundays for poiserana we did it on sunday because we were at some wrestling and this sunday well actually it's it's the day after deadline so a little housekeeping continuing here we will be going live for a deadline post show we'll give some uh, preview and uh predictions a little bit later but we will be going live right after deadline here on the post feed but we won't be going live sunday that's right yes. for an extra show there so uh that's why i was wondering maybe we could talk about some other wrestling things mm-hmm. before we jump into nxt about wh- what's been going on because obviously people are talking about um cm punk in, in wwe but uh also people are talking about squid game The challenge.
1: (laughs) All right. I know people are ahead of us. I think the finale is tonight. Oh, I'm not caught up. I think it's dropping at midnight. Uh I've got like half an episode left to watch. I have a few to
2: catch up. Uh I've been absolutely loving this show. Yeah. It's it's so ridiculous that I you watch one and then you're just like, this is dumb, and then I just keep watching it and I'm like, oh man.
1: It's definitely captured the essence of okay, it's not people dying dying, but that money is real. Like that's a a lot of money they're going after it's like what five mil yeah and uh and yeah just the characters in this show like the heels and baby faces yeah yeah
2: the heel turns the baby face turns I'm 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 not someone who was super into reality TV before like I've been on this golden bachelor kick mm-hmm. and you want to talk about heels and baby faces fucking Gary the biggest heel turn double turn fuck you Gary fucking golden bachelor pissed me off my he didn't pick my girl my girl Leslie made her cry but yeah now I, I watch that now i'm watching squid game challenge i'm like what's going on with me why am i watching all these things but i like them they're fun they're it's good. just like it's one of those shows you
1: can't even go oh i wonder how i do in this because there's so many games which are just i would not do my absolute chance <laughs> right it's Hold like some are just like oh you you picked up the phone you, you you're out <laughs> well
2: blue pants didn't do too well right? No. how do you think you would do i think you'd do better than me I think I do it's, it's it depends on the games it, to be it fair. depends on
1: the games like as I said some of them are like literally like the roll of a dice like yeah. it's up to chance um I would like to think I would do okay with uh in the dorm but like as you've seen it's people are threatened by people becoming friends with people because then yeah. it's like oh you're in a clique, or people are threatened by people who haven't made friends with anyone because they're like well you you didn't make an effort with us so I, yeah it's really it's really interesting it's not one you can necessarily strategize how to win yeah um but yeah I, i've been really really invested in it
2: i'd say for even people that maybe haven't watched the squid games obviously that makes it a bit more interesting because it's similar to the show but if you were to just watch this without have actually watching the the korean show like it's still very interesting and very creative and oh crazy. yeah like
1: i've recommended this to my parents yeah. and i
2: wouldn't recommend
1: the show because i know they wouldn't like the, yeah. the drama it's like too too much for them but yeah i think they'd like this but you, i mean you said you never really got into game of thrones but it's almost got that thing where sometimes your favorite that's right just get that's right killed yeah. off and you're like come on not yeah. them like
2: that is come true. on yeah. and
1: i i get so heated watching this show
2: yeah i, I did like the show as well i'm wondering oh yeah if we, we, they have announced they, it, they, season they two
1: like teed up for a season i don't four, know I don't
2: how they would do it because like the ending is crazy but yeah uh, I recommend Alice in
1: Borderlands as well. Oh, yeah. Very a lot of similar, people. Really good. I'll
2: tell you what I saw today because it was Tuesday. Uh Godzilla, minus one. So it's like all this Godzilla stuff going on. You got the Kurt Russell Apple TV show. And then you got like Godzilla King Kong, another movie. So... These Japanese people over there were like, fuck that. We still want to make another Godzilla movie. So they com- came up with this whole thing with like a $15 million budget compared to like some of the crazy mm. budgets and put this out. And it was blown up over there in Japan. So they put it out for like a limited release in IMAX this week in Toronto. So I like snagged a ticket. It was packed on a Tuesday at 1 p.m. It was completely sold out for a Japan This is an English subtitle. Like you had to read yeah. watching this movie in IMAX. But yesterday I was making up my mind, and you helped me. I've never heard of these screens with the like the Screen X yeah things. I'm kind of happy I didn't because IMAX is just so oh IMAX is
1: the best incredible.
2: Way to watch. But I I could not like recommend this movie as well as someone who's a pretty nerdy Godzilla fan. Like instantly the best one they've ever made. Like times ten. Like it's like not just a silly like ah zombie you know Godzilla. So will
1: we now get uh, like into the Zilliverse and get well, like Matthew Broderick in there? Get uh. So Brian Cranston in there. They already
2: technically did that as much as a Godzilla nerd. I am. There's, there's like some really weird Godzilla multiverse movies they've done like the 2000s and they, they brought in Zilla from the 98. But no, if they're, if that's true, you could bring in Matthew Broderick to do the Kurt Russell one or the Godzilla Kong. But yeah, this, this Japanese one that came out minus one was like, Oh, it's just like a stellar, like movie. It's not even a Godzilla movie. It's just like a really good movie and would definitely recommend it. And in IMAX was like, Mind-blowing, so really, really got that. But the trailers are dropping for the newest ones, and there's too many monster things going on. But what about the trailer for GTA 6, which also like looks insane? I can't
1: wait to pick it up, <laughs> rob a car, drive around, get caught by cops, and never play it again, because yeah. that's pretty much how I'd be with GTA <laughs> I mean I promise.
2: <laughs> I, I I used to really love these games and like I got a PS three just to get PS sorry, just to get GTA five. That's mm. how long ago the last one yeah. was. It's it's been like remixed and remade for like yeah. the last like ten years. It's crazy. But yeah, the trailer for the new one looked like a real life movie. Yeah. The animation is pretty good. And it's still like a few years, but yeah, I can't wait to ride a four-wheeler on that beach <laughs> It looks great can't wait um where's it
1: set this one
2: this is like florida okay. like the whole fucking state all oh, right <laughs> it looked like the map is bigger than any map of any video game so fighting alligators and meth heads yeah so someone already took clips from the trailer that are inspired by real life florida moments right like clearly the creators were like let's make yeah. that and and stuff so alligators nxt Parking lots. True, true. You yeah. know, you could do all that stuff. Yeah, go in, to full sale. Invice. <laughs> go to full sale and WWE yeah. and GTA. Um, I wonder if uh someone else is gonna go to Florida to WWE to the performance center and his name is Big Kaz. Kazuchka <laughs> Okada. Do you think he's going to Florida?
1: You know, I I don't think he'll be going to Florida. I think he'll be fast tracked right to the main roster. But honestly, in the climate right now um if he's leaving new japan i don't see him going to AEW because how he is right now i think he'd be the highest paid person in new japan i'd imagine he's their guy um and they have a working with agreement with aw anyway so if he wants to stay in his with like his family if he wants to stay in japan living like i don't see why he'd sign with AEW. so i think if there's a american contract out there for him i see it being wwe at this point and i'd have way more faith with like triple h from day one handling him on the main roster than you know triple h bringing him into nxt ha- making him a star and then going to raw and oh you can't speak english oh so i do i either see him staying or going to wwe especially watching uh nakamura's promos over the last couple of weeks where He keeps mentioning bringing chaos. Chaos. And well, Okada's contract, what runs out mid January, you've got the rumble end of January. Could he
2: be bring chaos to the rumble? I don't know. That's definitely crazy. Which would be Florida. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Technically would be Florida. Yeah. I, I, if he ever came into WWE, he'd be right away put on the, the main roster into a big, huge program. The thing is, I just don't know. This guy like is new Japan. Like they, I, 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 I'm definitely a cherry picker when it comes to New Japan, especially as of late. This year was not a great year, but there is still some great, great stuff. And like Sonata ain't that guy, and like Naito can only hold on for a few more years. You if that,
1: think it would be good for them, like lose get, your biggest star and be like, shit. What now are we what doing do we now? do? Now we've got yeah. to push your Yoda Sujis and Shota and that kind of. Yeah, thing. you're up really like try like a whole new generation, and it takes time, but like that's when you see. You know, that's what happened to yeah. WWE in 98, right? Like you, you lost Bretton Sean in the space of a year. And then it's like, okay,
2: we got to push Rock, Austin, Foley, Triple H, all these guys. And it was its hottest period. I ever. mean, it could, it could work. They have still like so many guys, like give big Tom Ishii. Title run for Mm. damn it, like just do it, but like, yeah, I see Okada staying. Man, I I don't see him leaving, I see him still doing these like AEW crossover Mm -hmm. matches, but I can't necessarily see him in WWE. I just don't know how that would work. Just think this year's WrestleMania could be like Rock the Roman, (laughs)
1: Stone Cold Steve Austin versus CM CM Punk. Punk. Uh, I'd then go Okada versus Cody. Oh my god, Seth versus. Gunther, yeah, that's the way to yeah. go. Uso versus Uso, Uso versus
2: Uso. It's pretty stacked. That's fucking good. Stacked Fuck it. Right. Do
1: Sammy v Kevin again?
2: Just yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Damn. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know if he if that's the case. But New Japan, like all their contracts are renewed after Wrestle Kingdom. Yeah,
1: they they need to fix that. That's <laughs> caused them problems before.
2: You think they would like smarten up and change that? It's, like, but,
1: it's gonna be to June or something. Yeah. It's like
2: hey, right after our like season premiere or season finale you then we negotiate yeah. it's like mm, mm. people might leave yeah i don't know i i there's definitely some great dream matches but like hey maybe okada just wants to like wrestle you got daniel bryan and the young bucks over in AEW being like yo come on over you can wrestle like you want to wrestle all you want you can do whatever you want and then you got you want
1: to wrestle in front of 400 people again yeah yeah, yeah.
2: <laughs> you want to go to the sweaty teddy come on and then you got Na- nakamura being like okada Kaz, you want to go surf? <laughs> you want to go surf with me, buddy? Come on. Yeah, exactly. So okay. maybe he does go to WWE, but I don't think so. I think he stays in Japan. Okay. We'll see. Very interesting, though. Yeah, it is. He's, he's, he's great. And like, maybe he should just take a break. He's been like, how old is he? He's like 36, I think. Wow. He's still young. Legend. Yeah. Legend. I mean, he's, he's amazing, but yeah. I mean, maybe we'll finally get CM Punk versus Okada in wwe
1: <laughs>
2: yeah i mean it was it was planned wasn't yeah it? and then the bucks were like nah don't do it yeah. <laughs> i think he, he he joked he said in an interview when someone asked him hey what about that punk match you said you were interested in before and then like he's clearly changed yeah, his mind, I changed my mind. <laughs> yeah i'm friends with the bucks so that wouldn't be good yeah yeah you know in wwe though maybe i like, did you see kevin owens response he was asked like about punk
1: and randy returning and he's with punk he's like you know i just want to have fun at work if he wants to have fun at work too that's cool randy randy's the best man oh it's so good to have randy back he's such a locker room leader he's good he's a leader without being a leader he's just your best bud but like you look up to him as well he's so good in the ring as well man i love randy i've missed randy orton so much
2: that's like that (laughs) vince mcmahon (laughs) birthday tweet to (laughs) triple h happy birthday (laughs) to the man the triple (laughs) h the king of kings the 17 time, whatever and then happy birthday 18. Shane <laughs> it's like yeah yeah I mean certain people I mean is that not like the gimmick of punk, punk right now like Drew McIntyre oh, yeah Drew was calling him out and- I-, I watched Raw with you last night I thought it was a lot better than last yeah week's. Me too. I wish it was this week's show that was what was aired yeah. last week because it would have made a whole lot of sense and yeah, I could tell Triple H is back in the saddle with, with this week. And there was some good it's stuff.
1: Good matches this week. Yeah. Drew, DIY?
2: D-Drew, yeah, I was going to say Drew cutting that right. promo on, yeah. on Punk. But yeah, Johnny Gargano finally getting over with a Raw crowd. Like, we knew mm-hmm. he just had to show what he can do, and he'll eventually get over Champa. The Creeds are in a prominent spot already. Like, there's some crazy, like, characters that are, are so working on yeah. TV. So, I, I did enjoy Raw this week. Yeah, even I enjoyed the main. Yeah, even the main event was yeah. pretty good. So, yeah. Uh definitely like in the right direction with having having the, the Randy Orton sign with SmackDown, having Punk show up on SmackDown, is he gonna sign with Raw? And- Can we let go
1: of Bruce Pritchard at this
2: point? Yeah. You know, absolutely like Triple H, get your own own people. Just in. not Road Dog. <laughs> yeah. Not Road Dog. <laughs> <laughs> uh I'll tell you who they shouldn't have let go. It's time to pour one out, and it's a big one. Hmm. Mackenzie, Mackenzie Mitchell.
1: Yeah. I was kind of Surprised with this one. What the hell, man? I'm I'm a big fan of Mackenzie. She's great.
2: That's that's a that's a L. For-
1: I think she's one of their like more kind of charismatic like backstage personalities has good yeah. like I always like to rapport with the heels, like the heels were always kind of mean to her and she'd give them some back. A relationship with Wes, you know.
2: Yeah, it's so weird. I thought she was doing great. I I remember watching her I think in Impact, right? Mm. That's where she kind of got her first start, I'd say in I thought she was, yeah, she was fine there. Like, yeah, uh, kind of strange, especially this year. Like, she's totally coming to her own. I'd say more than a year. Like, the, mm. however long she's been here, she's totally coming to her own character in, in NXT I have the interviewers and, like, could have been on the main roster, like, last year. So, yeah. really interesting that they, that this happened, but. She
1: definitely, um, so, Kelly Kincaid that's yeah. the other one like she surprised she's surprised me because she hasn't really stepped out too much whereas right. she's I, like in ROH and stuff had quite a lot of personality and I haven't really seen it from her yeah, yet so maybe she'll step up a bit now Mackenzie's gone but yeah I was disappointed to hear that
2: yeah especially your your, your partner was working there too yeah. still it doesn't like uh, not that that like matters but like she was doing a good job it was definitely interesting that that was I mean then there's a big one if you thought M- Mackenzie Mitchell getting released was tough, dude, G G's gone. Gene, who's G. who's
1: who's uh, sorting out um, Kiana James's business books and business things? The secretary, G. Yeah. As soon as she goes, she gets booked in a cage match. Come on, you know, like it's all been downhill. Yeah,
2: man. justice for G. Justice for G. Uh, I actually read a crazy like. I guess interview on Fightful where she was kind of explaining some bad, like, experiences since being down here in Florida and, and stuff. And obviously it, it didn't work out for wrestling, but she never wrestled. No. Never no. seen her in no. the no. ring. Not at all. So she's
1: good at handling that business.
2: She really was. So we pour one out for Mackenzie oh, no. Mitchell and for G. There's people listening going, who? G. <laughs> who the
0: fuck is G?
1: <laughs>
2: <laughs> well, you thought her
1: name was Gene for <laughs> yeah. like three weeks.
2: Bees? <laughs> Bees. G.
0: Gene. Yeah, pour one out for Gene. Pull one out. Yeah. This post-wrestling podcast is brought to you by NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast. Financial literacy can be daunting, but it's one of the most valuable things you can equip yourself with. On NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast, their trusted financial journalists offer easily digestible, conversational discussions on topics like balancing your portfolio. If you think an ETF is one of Cena's five moves of doom, this show might be for you. Planning for your tax bills this April, so you don't have to worry about a visit from Erwin R. Scheister, And putting away more money for retirement, because unlike most wrestlers at the end of their careers, most of us should only plan on retiring once. Listen to NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast on your favorite podcast app. Future you will thank you. Uh,
2: Well, I think now is now the, time. the and time about an hour later we'll talk
1: about some nxt <laughs> the go home show to deadline nxt from december 5th 2023 live from the capital wrestling center and we start with a last chance fatal four-way to determine the final entrant to the iron survivor challenge uh, the women's match and we have roxanne perez taking on thea hale fallon henley and kiana james and we see a video From yesterday at the PC, where Roxanne and Kiana were just fighting all around the PC. These two just can't stop fighting each other. Florida. Um, During the entrances, I quite enjoy uh, Thea Hale coming out with um, JC Jane. And it's like JC's taught her how to do the toxic attraction. Yeah. Like, sway. Sexy dip sway sway thing. Yeah. And Thea trying her best, but like awkwardly doing it. I thought it was quite funny. Um, Fallon, this was new. She comes out with a bar rag. And she, she wiped clean the camera, which which I thought was quite nice. <laughs> I didn't even notice that she did that, but wow. <laughs> she like came on like, ah, ah, and
2: went, like, really like They're really reaching yeah, for all the... The top shelf,
1: Keanu, uh, Fallon Henley. Next,
2: she needs to glass someone.
1: <laughs> We've seen that a lot recently, haven't
2: we? We've seen it at a few indie shows, but like, yeah, yeah okay. Fallon, heel bartender Fallon could be glassing people. She needs to hang out with Gallus. And we
1: see uh, Lyra Valkyria backstage watching the match as uh tatum paxley who seems to have this kind of creepy stalker gimmick now is like peering behind the door watching mm. lyra watch so
2: yeah it's tatum paxley or sky blue they yeah. definitely the same like maybe sky red but like the face paint kind of thing going on yeah but being a bit more like stalkery as well like
1: yeah look like looking out for lyra but we don't really know what her intentions are right so yeah Um, so they get rid of, uh, Keanu James fairly early and you have the three baby faces in the ring, uh, doing a sort of three-way test of strength with Fallon, Thea, and Roxanne. Um, Thea is then put in a double wrist lock by both of them, but flips out of it and takes both down. And then, uh, Fallon comes in with this nice body scissors pin attempt. Uh, Perez comes in with a wheelbarrow, like sunset flip attempt and, all three of them are just exchanging uh pinning combinations, which is pretty, pretty nice to start with. Um And then Perez just boots Thea in the face, in the corner. Uh Thea comes back with a low pace suicider to the outside. And then Kiana comes strutting back with a handbag. And this is no DQ because it's a, a multi-person match. She smashes it. Against Perez and then throws her against the
2: barricade, this was great, yeah, she like nails her with the purse and then just like dead she's like a dead body almost yeah. getting thrown into the guardrail
1: um after commercial break, there's like a tower of doom spot with Kiana superplexing all of them off the top uh Roxanne just keeps on going after Tiana and they fight their way to the like the the barricade right by the announce table, and uh they're fighting kiana loses her balance but as she falls she grabs roxanne to take her down with her and they both go through the table i thought this was pretty good i remember the do you remember the hell in a cell with ambrose and seth and they do the spot where they're both on the side of the cell and they're whacking each other and then they both just let go and fall yeah and it looked so like contrived whereas i i thought this looked more believable with kiana like falling and then grabbing roxanne to take her down
2: yeah it wasn't quite hans from Die Hard in the nakatomi plaza trying to grab thing but yeah like they didn't fall that far really it looks very like soft and safe but i'd say wwe is good at trying to hide like certain things think of that like von wagner Mm -hmm. like spot but i i do think a lot of wwe spots look a bit like that doesn't look like it would hurt this didn't look like it would hurt as much as the crowd started chanting holy shit as they get censored all the time
1: uh, Thea then goes for a roll up but gets pushed off by Fallon and then Henley follows up with the shining wizard to Thea Hale to pick up the win and uh, she kind of called it last week she's going to win this win the Iron Survivor and challenge Lyra so Fallon Henley advances which I thought was the right move
2: yeah we were really high on her I mean we've always been super high on her here in NXT and last week we were kind of like yo it would be Better if she was in this match. Why not? It is her time to shine and show what she can do because she is pretty good. So top shelf being added. I thought some of the wrestling in this in this match was pretty good though, especially when it was like all of them kind of going at it,
1: like the three way at the beginning. Was yeah, good. yeah, yeah, it was good.
2: But yeah, the shining wizard from from Fallon. What do we? What's what would you call that? As a the bar rail. <laughs> yeah, the bar. The yeah. shining, the shining, the glass. She's shining <laughs> up the camera, weren't she? Yeah. Like so it. the shining, the shining glass. I don't know, but yeah, I love a good shining wizard. Yeah, it was nice. Or the eighty six.
3: What's the 86?
1: Well, when you when you're out with something at the bar, you say it's eighty sixed. Oh, so okay. like you're eliminating them.
2: Oh, right. Okay. Yeah. yeah. I don't. I feel like that's an insider term that like you need to. It's so uh, uh, pretty. I mean, what what is Kiana James's finisher <laughs> the called? The four one k. Yeah. Okay. I think more, <laughs> I think more people know eighty six than like the top off, or that could be something. Excuse else. me. Yeah. Uh, I don't know what other bar related things here let us know uh what would you name fallon henley's shining shiniest wizard, the shiniest wizard yeah the shiniest wizard no no, no that's someone else's that. it's not that shiny
1: yeah i, I thought this is a pretty enjoyable uh opener i i'm glad they're going with uh fallon i actually think she should win it and challenge yeah uh love them. lyra on tv um and uh yeah and obviously the roxanne kiana stuff is continuing this they've been feuding
2: for a long time now so uh fallon's in the match briggs is in the match poor jensen's just uh left there but of course he's got to support his team but maybe we thought briggs was the heel turn maybe it's the other way around jealousy jensen and lexus jensen and lexus oh man no no lexus couldn't lace jensen's (laughs) boots man come on
1: uh we see the metaphor on tiktok doing the ceiling challenge yeah have you heard of this uh you you were telling me during it
2: <laughs> yeah i was sh- i didn't show you any i should yeah. have done that that would have made it a bit more I- interesting i guess but apparently people have been doing this challenge tiktok's wild where you put your phone on like your fan or your ceiling or whatever and then it's like an aerial view and then just people are just like twerking okay so I mean, we've got a fan we do yeah you could do it and spin it and see what happens mm. but then yeah can you twerk is the, the- oh i can twerk <laughs> <laughs> so yeah we got do this- you know me at all <laughs> We got the ceiling challenge here, but it was, it was okay.
1: So Metaphor did it and then, uh, Alpha Academy did their reply.
2: These, these guys do all the challenges every week. They're always doing like the random TikTok challenges. Mm -hmm. Maybe that's what we need to take this to the next level. Just start doing TikTok challenges. Yeah. Is there other ones that like you, like there's, there's no, I don't know many of them. So. They all involve twerking. Like, I don't really... Like, that's what TikTok is I, yeah. to me. I'm like, is this what it is? Talk. <laughs> yeah, it's just always people twerking. And then like, oh my God, I went to this restaurant the other day. You have to see... And it's like, do they film this whole thing? Yeah. Anyways, I'm ranting, but...
1: <laughs> we go to Killy Kincaid interviewing Lyra Valkyria backstage. Uh, Lyra says the Iron Survivor is uh, must-see and she will be there. And this is where Lola Vice and Electra Lopez comes in. And Lola says... That she reminds her that she's still got the breakout tournament contract and she'll cash in whenever she wants. She goes, maybe I'll cash in at deadline or maybe tonight. And Electra steps in and goes, yeah, or maybe she'll cash in for the women's tag titles, which has uh, happened. happened before. And I feel like, uh, Lola. what's her name? Lola gave her a little bit of a, a look there. Um, and then Tatum Paxley appears and says, well, let's see if you're always ready for a fight like you say you are, and gives Lyra a little smile. So we're getting that match later tonight. Uh, Lola Vice versus Tatum Paxley.
3: Wow. Mm.
2: Yeah, I mean, we've seen that happen with the cash-in of this contract, but Lola's like, no, I'm a single star,
3: mm. is basically. I think she so, might dump her soon.
2: So, yeah, I think
1: we're going to get some dissension between Lopez. Yeah. Well, Santos needs a woman as well doesn't he you can get electra up there like if you if you've got uh like ray carlito Joaquin wild and Raul mendoza and yeah thea what's sorry what's her name thea uh, trinidad uh
2: zelina vega
3: yeah yeah
1: you could get uh the gazes and electra lopez
2: true yeah with santos business always goes up when
1: electra
2: yeah 16% wasn't it 16%, 16% always goes up when she signs yeah.
1: Uh, and this is where we see, uh, before the commercial break, Wesley, uh, fist bumping a, a stagehand, uh, like missing Mackenzie Mitchell right there, Yeah, but he's on crutches and he's coming to the ring and this, I hadn't read anything about really beforehand, uh, about any injury, but, uh, Wesley cuts a really emotional, uh, promo. He's in the middle of the ring. Uh, he's on crutches. He says we're four days away from deadline. And I was imagining smacking Dom all around Bridgeport and then hearing one, two, three and hearing Alicia's angelic voice announcing and new North American champion. But unfortunately, it won't be happening like that. And I don't say this out of uncertainty or doubt One-on-one, man-to-man, Dominic Mysterio cannot handle the heart from the King of the West Side, the same heart that would take on any opponent, the same heart that you all cheered for and supported week in and week out and gave me the strength to do things I didn't imagine I could. But that support won't help me right now. It won't bring back the feeling to my legs and get rid of the excruciating pain I feel from just standing in this ring right now. He says, it's going to take surgery and time, and I don't know when you'll see me again, but just as I've raised from the ashes before, I will come back to prove that I am one of the best to do this. Now, this is not a goodbye. I am far from being done. Let's just say for now, I'll see you later.
2: Yeah, man, this was really sad. Heartbreaking stuff here from Wesley. He won that match last week to get this title match. We pres- Awesome match as well. Yeah, presumed to get the title back this upcoming deadline show. I'm imagining this injury came from that match or maybe yeah. training. I'm not sure. I haven't looked into things just yet, but that sounds awful. And yeah, this is all legit. They're saying back surgery, 8 to 12 months plus possibly. Yeah. Like this is going to derail his 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 life for for a while and hopefully he can come back from this and and return but you could just like feel like this. he's he's sobbing
1: like as he's as he's doing this a, a great promo but like his best promo ever unfortunately from the yeah. heart and just kind of uh took us all a bit by surprise because i hadn't heard anything coming out of yeah. nxt last week
2: this and guy has like been been definitely like thrown around and and keeps rising up keeps becoming like yeah. a prominent character here and definitely was on his way to becoming even bigger in nxt and that's kind of what he said in his promo i as mean well.
1: the good stuff is he was out there he was on his feet like it's not like he's in a wheelchair or anything i mean this it sounds pretty serious the
2: heartbreaking part was saying it was even i'm even in i'm really in pain right now even standing here i'm in a lot of pain is what he said and i'm like dude i feel that
1: like he's like hunched as well wasn't he
2: and all the all the power to wesley and all the the thoughts there and and i hope he gets well quicker than later because that just yeah that one definitely that one hit for me and i'm i'm hoping he's okay to him and his family because that's like over that's gonna be over a year possibly yeah. till we so if if we can see him again hopefully you know that's that's a long time so that this is uh this is what happens yeah in this in this industry in this uh and form of entertainment but these people put their life on the line for us and damn i, I hope he's okay
1: dominic mysterio then comes out to even more booze than usual then we're back to okay it's it's, wrestling
2: let's let's now like salt in the wound kind of
1: um and dom says looks like you're going home again you need surgery and can barely stand imagine how it feels for me carrying the whole of wwe (laughs) for the past two years and while you're sitting at home uh watch what i do with this title and i guess i got the night off now to chill with mommy and you will not be having a match against me Sorry, and that's where Wes says, well, you won't be having a match against me, but you will still be competing. But don't take my word for it. Take it from someone you're related to. And Rey Mysterio comes on the screen and says, you won't be taking the night off, my boy. (laughs) He says, I will be in the corner of the man who is going to take it away from you. My brother, my hermano.
2: The future of Lucha Libre. Dragon Lee. Hey. So going back to...
1: Dragon Lee, Dominic Mysterio.
2: Yeah, which which is great. Which we, they've
1: had good matches before as well. So Yeah,
2: I mean, Dragon Lee is kind of not on NXT anymore, so it's kind of like, all right. Yeah, that
1: is that is a thing where, I mean, Dragon Lee could always do double duty as well before dropping it to yeah. someone else. But it's it feels a bit weird to drop it from Dom to a part-time,
2: but then you haven't built anyone else up. I really. think Dom retains now.
1: You think he retained? I mean,
2: you gotta, you gotta give it to someone else. I,
1: I mean, like I, I see it being more likely Lee beating Dom just to like hot potato it to someone, right? They kind of built up Wes to be the one to take it. Yeah, yeah, Dom. So I don't know, but um, yeah, that's the curve they were thrown. Like Dragon Lee's a good replacement. So oh yeah,
2: he's amazing. But so that match is now the match at Deadline Dom v Dragon, and we hope. With Ray in his corner. Oh yeah, true. Maybe that'll be the the thing that helps him win.
1: Yeah. So we then uh see Kiana and Roxanne still fighting backstage and Ava is there. Ava Rain, Little Rock
3: and- Oh yeah,
2: yeah. I remember last week when I was yeah. like laughing my ass off about like, oh, she's just like, oh, I was I, I talked to Sean earlier and uh she just like piped in a conversation, like interrupted someone's conversation to be like, I just heard Sean saying this. Well now, turns out She's, she might be working for Sean.
1: Like, still here. Like, nothing's been said. She's just like, oh, I've had enough of this. I'm going to go and make it official for Deadline. And you're like, what? So so Young Rock. Ava is when Sean doesn't want to be on screen. It's it's the, the girl who escaped the cult.
2: Now she's got the his, GM. Now got herself an office job. Okay, so. Oh, no,
1: she's like the, the, the runner. I think she's like the the messenger for sure.
2: Okay, I, we're saying this, but they do not say this. They do not clarify. they they don't say that she, Yeah. She was in a cult and now people are listening to her. It doesn't make she any sense. She left the cult to just work. Yeah. For- why would anyone listen to her? She sounds crazy. So like why yeah, it's it's definitely making me laugh. It's there I guess it's like Stephanie McMahon vibes. Like, okay, you're in charge of like the shit now. You're the GM. Just be the on screen like face but of this. Like
1: just to have something be like you know, have a scene where Ava is in Sean's office and is like, "I got out of this cult. I'm, I need help. I was yeah. scared and everything. You know, like you see." And Sean's like, "All right, you know what? I've got a job for you. I got you. How about you help me book some matches oh on NXT?
2: Because
1: you're not good enough in ring yet, and it will give you something to do.
2: I mean, I don't, I don't know if we'll ever see her get back in a ring. We've seen her what in one match technically." Yeah, I don't think she she will be wrestling. If this is in, in any indication, this is hey, we're gonna give you like a role like this, like on on screen. Well, it
1: like she could still be working like doing matches in the PC all the time. But and
2: this her- long not being in a match, n- this
1: long being there. But they're gonna be putting more time into The Rock's daughter than they are for. Joe blogs off the street, aren't sure. they? Yeah, you know. So maybe this is like, okay, well, we don't want to expose your wrestling or lack thereof, yeah. Yet, so how about we try to get you better, more comfortable in a like a speaking role? Like, to does try she and get that out of you, and then hopefully once you're better,
3: did, yeah? Sure.
2: But does she even need this? Because then it goes to break, and I see a commercial with the Rock trying to talk to a tree, telling me to get this new cr- credit card. I'm like, what the fuck?
3: <laughs> she doesn't need
2: this, does she? <laughs> I still don't know what that commercial's about, but.
1: Yeah, it's, have you, seen, like, yeah,
2: it's. First of all, we also, sorry, like, downstairs, we have a, a rabba, a 24, like, bodega, a, a below our condo here in Toronto, and we go there a lot, especially when it's, like, three in the morning, and. 3:30 in the morning I walk in and no one told me there was a now a larger than life size cut out of the rock and at 3:30 in the morning I got scared trying to sell not woo energy but <laughs> trying something at the credit card or yeah. a tree or something he's always trying to sell something yeah. so like his this does I don't know is are they going to make her like the GM then just say that right away like I don't know why she would be the GM she's like 22 what? year old she's not the GM
1: she's just the assistant for
2: yeah sean's assistant so we don't have to see sean on tv okay yeah wow all right love it yeah
1: yeah it's just some explanation
2: would be nice (laughs) why are we listening to this little girl tell us like (laughs) things now all right i'm
1: gonna make it official (laughs) wait who are you again um she then might as well have booked the the breakout stars for the men's tournament (laughs) starting next week which is uh riley osborne who we we kind of see later keanu carver Okay. Dion Lennox, okay. Luca Crucifino, Tavion Heights, Miles Bourne, Trey Bearhill, and Oba Femi. Hey, recognize that. Oba Femi used to throw fridges, didn't he? Didn't he throw shit? <laughs> I
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was the big was yeah, the yeah, guy that threw shit. Okay, so uh Osborne we see briefly in Chase. You later tonight. Uh Keanu Carver, I'm not familiar with. I'm not familiar with a lot of these guys. I There's feel some like ridiculous
1: names here. Dion
2: Lennox, we've seen in in th- We've seen the lawyer dude, Cristofino. Cristofino. Trey that-
1: Bearhill is is he one of Bear Country? Was he the Iron Savages? He no, look, he looked like him. Bear, and he's got Bear in the name. N-
2: no, I think they're still like doing AEW stuff. They changed their names since. Well, it being might there. be their like. Oh, little maybe or I something. don't think so. Just because they're bare. <laughs> no, but he looks. He looks kind yeah. of like him as well. Miles Born, obviously, we're familiar with. I think he's kind of maybe the shoe in to go all the way. I think him and Obafemi maybe are the two that
3: hmm. that
2: are in the finals because that's how that's how I'd see it. Got the lawyer back. Yeah, so yeah Gustafino. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> all oh, good. <laughs> I like lawyers in wrestling. There's not enough of them. Not enough
1: lawyers in wrestling.
2: Yeah, I told you, my favorite one's the world's greatest attorney on women of wrestling. Yeah, all great. right,
1: so uh, the breakout tournament starts next week.
2: Yeah, uh, so we'll get some matches. I, won- I I think it'll be good, but yeah, I see Miles Bourne being- or Oboe winning it. We go uh, to our next
1: match. Lola Vice taking on Tatum Paxley. Uh, Tatum tries to take down Lola with an armbar and Lola gets out of it and wax her in the face with her hip. Uh, there's then a spine buster takedown from Vice. And then, uh, Vice goes for a triangle hold, but Paxi lifts it up into a powerbomb. Uh, Lola comes back with these forearms, gets Paxi in a triangle again, but her shoulders are down, so the ref starts to count. So Vice transitions out of that into a knee bar, uh, but Paxi makes it to the ropes. Vice then hits her with the spinning back fist, a series of kicks, a running hip attack in the corner, and then her spinning kick to the jaw as uh, Lola Vice wins and she dances with her victory.
2: Yeah, L- Lola Vice is very nice. I I think there's a, a big star on the horizon with her because she's kind of got a little bit of everything going on, like the background of actual fighting. I think the kick can be can look a lot better with the help of the cameras because I think they cut it at the wrong time because you can see it's like a not really. It's,
1: Sometimes the thing with people who are a bit more legit where yeah. like, well, I could actually just make you out. I've seen off. it with
2: Zyle Lee before. Yeah. So sometimes they hold back a little bit yeah. and it doesn't look quite as good. Because they there's other times where it does, and it's camera tricks, yeah. right? Smoke and mirrors kind of thing. But yeah, I, I think Tatum Paxley is pretty good too. I know she's going into this like stalker spooky gimmick thing, but um I what from what I've seen, like she can definitely wrestle. But Lola's picking it up. Every time Lola wrestles, I'm like, okay, you're getting like the next to the next level and again I think could be a big star. I wouldn't keep her with Lopez for too much longer.
1: What I like is uh whenever she wins she does a victory dance but she always like is holding her face like she cuz she's just been smacked in the face. Yeah. So she looks in pain, she's holding <laughs> her jaw, but she's still like wiggling her hips oh, cuz yeah. she's got to dance. It's great.
2: Yeah, love Lola Uh
1: we see from last week uh after NXT went off the air, Nathan Fraser and Axiom are hanging out. And Nathan's got, like, the big bruises on his cheeks from where Ilya just beat him up. And Axiom says, tough night, huh? And Fraser jokes, yeah, you should see the other guy. And uh, he says, I saw saw him. I saw him, he's (laughs) fine. (laughs) He gives Nathan Fraser a mask, saying, ah, you might want to wear this to hide, hide those. And Axiom says, look, you're a smart guy, but you got what you deserved. You shouldn't have been saying shit about Ilya. And uh, he goes, once that heals, how about you take it out on someone else? So basically challenges him to a friendly match. Fraser says, yeah, I'm going to beat the crap out of you and then shake hands with you after. And I'll make your face look like mine. And Axiom jokes, oh, no, not the moneymaker. As obviously, his whole face is
2: covered with that mask. So uh, for a second there, Nathan Fraser could have become the second... Turtleneck wearing luchador superhero. I
1: I was, I was ready for
2: it. It's kind of down. It's better than which, which, like, which is that John Oliver? Yeah, what gimmick really is worse? It's the red versus blue pill here. (laughs) It's like, uh, uh, so he needs.
1: He should talk to Ava about how to get out Colts as well.
2: (laughs) So Nathan Frazier didn't take the mask, and then it sets up this for this match that we kind of get. We kind of (laughs) get. Uh We see Baron Corbin, who's interviewed and he's asked uh
1: if he's asked about if he needs security tonight with Dragonoff probably wanting to kill him. And Corbin says, no, I never need security. I have him just where I need him out of his mind and out of control. And it will be so sweet taking the title from him on Saturday. So Corbin's plan is to just rattle him as much as he can. Yeah, And we then get a, a clip from NXT Anonymous. It's October 17th. The day of the Trick Williams attack. Oh, yeah. where you see Trick and Mello, they're hanging out. They're shaking hands, high-fiving, hugging, just being great best friends. And Trick walks off. And as he goes, Mello gets on his phone. He
2: suspiciously gets on his yeah. phone. Yeah. Not just goes on his phone, like looking like, oh, Trick just left. So if you were to put this video with the video from last week, it would look like... He's texting. He's texting Lexis King.
1: being like, he's coming.
2: He's going into the room, which Mm. people walk in and out of rooms all the time. But now you know he's walking into this room because I told you he is. Therefore, you could attack him. That's what we're meant to believe.
1: We then see uh, Joe Gacy sat front row, who's just screaming at Vic Joseph. We love you, Vic. We love you.
2: So Joe Gacy now taking the role of... (laughs) (laughs) I was gonna say, you know, if like I'm, I'm just so
1: over Joe Gacy. Anything he does, like I, I think the guy like gives a hundred percent to every character he's given. Yeah, I just haven't liked any character he's been given. I think what would make this work, and maybe some people might find it bad taste, but they should announce he's been released and then do this.
2: Oh right, Joe
1: Gacy's been released. We wish him the best in his future endeavours, and then he's front row saying we love you, Vic, and like blur the lines a bit and make him seem like a yeah, disgruntled performer or who's gone crazy I think that would be way more interesting. There's got to be something for him.
2: Is. Yeah, I don't know where this is going, but teasing suicide was not it. So I'm already... Now he just like, loves Vic Josie. Yeah, I don't know what the pattern is. I'm trying to clue in what where this is going, but I can't figure it out, nor do I really care enough. But I hope there's a spot for him. So.
1: We go to our next match, Metaphor versus Alpha Academy. Uh, we have Aura Mensa in there with Chad Gable, who had some nice back and forth. Mensa with this nice leg sweep. Uh, Chad, then Cat... Catches his foot. Mensa flips out of it, going for like an Enziguri, but uh Gable captures that into the ankle lock, but Mensa manages to make the tag to Maxine. Uh so to, sorry, to Lash Legend. So that means it's it's mixed tag rules. The women both come in now. So Maxine and Lash Legend are going at it. Um Maxine goes for a rana, but Legend uses a power to kind of hoist her up into a powerbomb position, but uh, Maxine then counters that into a Rana and hooks the legs for a two count. Otis then gets tagged in. And well, we know Otis or Otis uh likes a bit of the legend. And he starts to gyrate in front of legend as she's looking disgusted. And Noam just leaps in to go for a kick on Otis, but gets caught. And now everything breaks down. Everyone's brawling as we go to break. After the break, we see Metaphor are in control. Uh Dar's delivering some of his nice looking strikes. Otis is tagged back in and hits a really nice looking like Judas effect to yeah, Mesa here. Great back elbow. And then a choke slam power bomb. And then also
2: sick looking move. Like he goes for the choke slam. It lifts you up into the power bomb position. Yeah. Like this guy is a monster.
1: Look nice. And then Mensa goes for a moonsault, which they kind of mess up, I think. Otis was meant to, like, catch him and, like, World well, Strongest slam him, maybe. Uh, But kind of they lose their balance a bit, but they make it work. Uh, Otis falls on top of him for a two count um, and then blows a kiss to Lash as he delivers the caterpillar. And now Lash is in there with Otis and Otis is just, like, gyrating. He's wiggling his hips and Lash has had enough of that. So picks up Otis and body slams him.
2: The immovable object. This was awesome. Yeah. This This is the
1: best thing Lash Legend's ever done.
2: Oh yeah. Instantly creating some buzz for Lash Legend. I'm sure this uh, clip will get like, you know, trending for wrestling fans. I'm sure like, obviously
1: Otis is helping as well, but it, it didn't look like he was, like, jumping up to take it. Like, she yeah. picked him
2: right up, held him. Yeah, kind of almost just, looked like she was going to fall back, but doesn't. Like, and then this
1: got a great reaction. Like, definitely the best thing Lash Legend's ever done. The crowd went crazy
2: for this. Yeah. Holy shit, chance! Hogan Andre. Yeah. That's what this one. Otis
1: Lash. <laughs> uh, that was great. Then Maxine dies off the top rope with a
2: yeah. and Rana. So then to, so like, try to top that is Gable holds up Maxine on his shoulders to then jump to the outside floor yeah which was great
1: and then we get noam dar goes to the nova roller but gets caught into an ankle lock and noam dar taps out so chad gable picking up the win over noam dar i imagine we're getting that rematch but i thought this was really uh a really fun match
2: yeah and really helps i mean we've been definitely down on lash legend just because she's been pretty green in the ring and obviously in having tag matches can definitely help you and multi multi person matches definitely help but kind of giving her a spot a little bit of a push like this to give her some momentum into her first like real big PLE match i thought it was perfectly like placed this week to to give her the buzz like hey she also could be someone that could win this uh, like deadline match so i thought that was pretty cool to give her this spot and i mean i get this will be shared all over the place this week with just her slamming him like that was was great and like he's a big dude she's she's no like small girl either but oh, yeah. she's she's big so uh, i i thought this was pretty fun
1: yeah i thought they did a great job with both her and Maxine of you know, like hiding weaknesses and yeah. emphasizing strengths. I think Maxine's only had like two or three matches and they gave her the like cyclone suplex. Exactly. And stuff. They've done a really good job because whenever she's come in, they've just given her some flashy stuff. Yeah. Like, you know, Rana's off the top rope, jumping off Chad's shoulders, cyclone suplex. We haven't seen her go like toe to toe, chain wrestling with people yet and having a 15 minute match. But I think while she's learning and like it is. It is Dable who's been training her, legit. Um, having her come in and just hit some cool stuff. Same with Lash Legend here, like doing that move. Um, you come away thinking, wow, they're they're awesome. They're great. See, men and women can fight yeah. in wrestling. So, yeah, I, I thought this was pretty fun. We go to the pub.
2: Oh, yeah. Not Fallon's pub. Not Fallon's pub. Even though, like, sometimes it was the same Sometimes. Pub. Big
1: Daddy's, is it? Yeah, yeah. yeah.
2: We're at Big Daddy's with Dallas. No, that's her pub,
1: Big Daddy's. Okay. Is it? I think we've done this bit.
2: Yeah, we, but like...
1: Sometime, I think it's the same pub.
2: Okay, you ever been to a pub or a bar? This goes for anyone. You ever go to a bar and maybe you realize some people go there often. There's some regulars mm. there. But these people go to this bar so often that they put their flag, put their flag up. Flag up. <laughs> In the bar in their corner, like this is us. I mean, to be fair,
1: we've got our stickers all over our <laughs> bars.
2: So Yeah, I, I love uh when friends of ours go gallivanting through the city or cities, because we uh Mans international, uh and we'll always send the Poison Rana frog stickers somewhere because we like to put them up in bars. But these guys put up their whole flag in the corner of the bar, like, Oi, this is our section right here. So yeah
1: (laughs) maybe it's like you know you get different bartenders different days of the week gallus really like it on a tuesday because fallon isn't working
2: fallon during the day (laughs) fallon's
1: at fallon's at nxt so they're
2: getting loaded on tuesday days when they're not but then wait no this must have been the day before because what's his name had a match tonight oh so they like mondays right yeah mondays (laughs) so
1: (laughs) so they're they're at let's just say it's fallon's bar yeah (laughs) when hank and tank are there drinking and gallus are like hey you, you don't you're not allowed to drink You're here. You're not allowed to this, be here. This is your place. <laughs> and Hank and Tank go, well, okay. Well, we've got three beers for you. So send over the three metal tankards, which definitely didn't have any liquid at all in there.
2: No, shout out Gallus Boy's uh, finest acting here with pretending to drink. Why and- don't just put water in there? Like, it was clear they would not drinking, drink it because they're all drinking. First of all, first of all, if it's not if you're not drinking a Moscow Mule out of those things, what are you drinking out of? That? Oh no, that's a proper it, beer. It's like a small beer thing.
1: It's a it's a
2: pint. I don't think they would sell those in this bar. I think those are specifically for these things because you don't want to show that they're like drinking. Actually,
1: you know, in uh in like uh some of the bars I went to, in like in Austria and Germany, people have hooks. for Yeah, their own... that,
2: but not in Big Daddies. Like, Why not? Winter Park, but Florida Barbara
1: knows what <laughs> knows what her customers like. So uh, they give them three beers and Hank and Tank say they're here to talk business. And uh, Tank says, look, we want it all. We want all the accolades, the glory, the, the gold. But we know it will take us time to get there. So we've got to pick a fight on the way up. And no one is more decorated than you guys.
2: Okay, yeah. so I mean... I mean, I guess it's true. They've won tag titles for both UK and... UK Normal. and NXT but you know still i mean a, a few. in nxt right now who's done that yeah i guess that's i really, guess they are the most decorated
1: wow that's tag team right sad state yeah and joe just goes nah no nah, we're not doing that <laughs> and tank and hank and tank start annoying them a bit and go hey look you could fight us right now i know we're annoying you but how about you challenge that and have a match with us.
2: I, I didn't like he. So he starts doing the, the like Scottish accent and being yeah. like, Oh, you want to have a, da, 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 da. Nah, that wasn't a good. That was Irish, but whatever. And he annoys him to make him like get angry and yeah. then goes, Oh, I'm annoying you. Right. Okay. So then do the match. It's kind of, it didn't make me like him. No. I was like, Oh, actually, I kind of side with these guys. You're really annoying and yeah. <laughs> not racist, but you're doing like, you're mocking the guy. Like fuck off. Like, yeah. I, you know, but I, I can't really say I'm, super excited for this match (laughs) but you know we're getting this next week i think big lads wrestling i've liked what i yeah i've liked what i've seen from them both teams can be fine but yeah
1: yeah this is when ava now walks out of sean's office (laughs) and she's asked by dan mather like what are you doing well why are you and she goes well i've made it official (laughs) i just spoke to sean (laughs) Keanu James versus Roxanne Perez in a cage match at deadline. Yeah. All right. All right.
2: Okay. So that's happening. So wait, a cage match. A cage match. Nice. Yeah. This is going to be good. Yeah. It needed something. We saw they had the trick or
1: treat match. Wasn't it? Oh, yeah.
2: The, like whatever the one. The, they had. Yeah. Yeah.
1: So we then go to Byron, who's been drafted to NXT. Byron Saxton. Byron
2: is great. I love his jackets. He's always got the best jackets and what do
1: you think of his facial hair i was
2: just about to say best jackets and best facial hair okay he's always trying out new things that he guy is yeah bless him yeah uh you can hear us talk about byron saxton on this week's episode of Was next yeah retro nxt where he's on commentary commentary yeah on NXT. we're punished by <laughs> him on commentary i byron uh is byron the one who had the worst finishing move ever was that perk was it Brian, Byron or Percy? Oh wait, What's no, it? there was the other. Per- p- no,
1: Percy leapt. He did the leaping thing.
2: Yeah, it? no, someone had like the like weird like. Oh, I feel like it I was. I haven't seen Byron wrestle, but <laughs> <laughs> thank thank the heavens. <laughs> but yeah, Byron's here. Is that because M- mackenzie has gone?
1: Uh, well, she didn't really do in ring stuff, did she?
2: But... No, but like. She was, yeah, she You was normally co- get like Wade doing this, oh no, wade's not oh, Wade's not he's here awful. anymore, no, yeah, Booker would sometimes do it,
1: but anyway, Byron's in there, and
2: uh byron's byron Saxon's finisher, is this his move? <laughs> <laughs> That's the, worst. what is that, YouTube, everyone right now, youtube, byron Saxon finisher, what is that <laughs> that's not a move, it's like I'm gonna go this way, and no,
1: nah. I'm gonna go that way,
3: yeah,
2: I think I bring it up every time, but oh, I, yeah, I just mad, <laughs> yeah, you have shown me that before,
1: um. So Byron is there with the uh competitors in the Women's Iron Survivor Challenge, and we're going to have a little little chat here. But it's like he, a debate. Yeah. And he says, look, we've all agreed that we'll keep this moving. So keep your points like short and swift and no interrupting. But if you do mention someone's name, they do have the right to quickly respond to you. Uh Tiffany Strassen starts and she says, Well, it starts and stops with the center of the universe. I am the favorite to win. Charlotte Flair shouted me out as the future of the women's division. And who else could say that? No one. I'm the only one who's held the NXT Women's Championship in this match. And I'll become Tiffy two-time. And all I see is four participation trophies and one winner. Kalani Jordan says, I'm the newest one here with the least experience and I don't know what to expect, but who does? And last uh, time I checked, none of you had ever been in this match before either. (laughs) So she says, my outstanding gymnastics career has made my endurance top notch. I know I can go 25 minutes and you'll have to keep up. And Tiffany...
2: I like what she said, uh, I can go 25 minutes, and someone in the crowd went, oh! (laughs) Uh,
1: Tiffany says, well, I can do gymnastics too, and don't call me Tiff. Uh, Lash Legend then says, did you just see me pick up Otis? (laughs) No, but she should have said that. Yeah, where was the
2: reference to that? Being like, bitches, look what I just did.
1: Yeah. Uh, She says, Kalani, that was real cute, but too bad no one wants to hear you speak. Tiffany claims she's the most athletic, but she was looking real athletic when Becky took that title off of her. So toodles to that title. And if we're talking about strategy, I've been hanging out with Noam Darf quite a while, who's the Heritage Cup holder, and therefore I know a lot about multiple pinfalls, and then says, skirt, (laughs) and says, I'm going to... (laughs) <laughs> Skirt <laughs> There you go. <laughs> and says, I'm gonna send you all to the penalty box. And Kalani chimes in. How will you feel when the new girl sends you to the penalty box? <laughs> Blair Davenport says, Look, I don't like any of you. I'm not here uh to keep up with all your witty one-liners. Uh I don't care about anyone's opinions of me. Uh, but none of you are going to try and come for me because you're afraid because I will put you on the shelf like Nikita Lyons and Sol Ruka. Damn. And uh, Gigi even tried to take care of me, and she's on the shelf as well. And Fallon Henley says, yeah, you don't care about anyone. Well, I don't care about kicking all your asses and send you all to the penalty box. And I'm going to knock Tiffy Wiffy off her rocking horse. And Kalani... I don't have beef with you, but we're here for the same shot. Uh, Stratton says she thinks it's pathetic that they wasted the last chance on Fallon. Lash just screams. They're all talking over each other. And Byron does the, ah, ladies, we said we wouldn't do this. And then Fallon says, well-behaved women don't make history. So yee-haw, Bitch. And she punches Tiffany in the face, and they all start fighting, and they'll just keep
2: on fighting. It's chaos. It's chaos. Anarchy, cats and dogs living together. Yeah. Uh, There was stuff in this that I really liked, but I can tell you, Lash Legend made me such a huge fan earlier tonight, body slamming Otis in the ring. Yeah. Only a few minutes later, in that same ring, she just screams in a promo for reasons i'm not quite sure
3: yeah
1: i felt like this was meant to get more yeah them all over each other yeah and then screaming and byron stopping she's but they, screaming they didn't really like, get there
2: can you stop screaming please uh definitely not a fan of that but was a fan of fallon stepping up kalani we haven't really seen her talk and yeah. have attitude like this she wasn't just squeaky clean oh i'm so happy to be here mm. she's like nah i'm i'm in it and i'm gonna win it so i actually was Kind of impressed you know, even Lash sounded good until she was screaming. Everyone sounded good cutting promos, but when it gets to the ah, meh, meh, all that kind of stuff, it's um it's out the window for me.
1: It's and we've seen it so many times before. And it's always with the ladies bickering with a guy being like, Oh ladies, shut yeah, up. Like, yeah. we've seen it with Adam Pierce yeah
2: that a Classic but WWE.
1: Yeah. Um yeah, I I think they're doing a good job building up Fallon for this match. She seemed to get the biggest reaction from this uh from the, the yeah, audience as yeah. well. So and She's getting yehor bitch over. So I like Exactly. That. How
2: is that not on her shirt already? Yeah. Uh,
1: we go to our next match Axiom versus Nathan Fraser. Uh, Axiom hits a beautiful, like, slide through the ropes into a German suplex, leaps off the top rope into a super kick. And that's when all the Iron Survivor women just spill out to the ring. Yeah. They're still brawling. The match is thrown out. And then Nikita Lyons returns. And takes out Blair Davenport with a big kick to the face.
2: I, I didn't like this. It's like, sorry, there's a match going on right now. Why are you fighting all of a sudden? Back into the, you've already left, and now you've come back.
1: That match didn't matter.
2: Yeah, it, it's it's just like, and then they do it again later with the guys. Yeah,
1: that's when it got like. Uh, it's
2: like, come on. Well, this this was mainly set up like Nikita's return. But Nikita's not even in the match, and Blair. I forgot Blair was even in this. I match. think Nikita's gonna lock Blair in the. Penalty
1: box, so she can't get out.
2: Oh, okay. She's going to use her nunchucks.
1: Yeah. Um, But yeah, we are getting Axiom versus Nathan Fraser on the kickoff show. So a rematch. Deadline.
2: Yeah, Yeah. okay, cool.
1: With hopefully none of the women interfering. (laughs) Andre Chase addresses the students (laughs) of Chase U about the findings in the investigation. Oh, boy. The findings of misuse of funds and gambling that, as Chase said, rocked the institution to its core. And the person who irresponsibly put this university in severe debt is me, Andre Chase. Not not me. Not you. Not yeah, me. Andre Chase. He says I fell short of the example I meant to. Uh, I meant to, and the blame is on me, my continuous lack of judgment. And students, how does this affect you? Well, due to the results, we're on an academic probation, and we have a few sanctions. Like anyone who enrolled after. Like for this new year, after these like misuse of funds, will not be eligible for financial aid. And we see Thea Hale oh. hey, oh, like for fuck's sake. <laughs> all these students are like, oh, man. um. And Thea's like, yeah. Well, how much do you owe? He says, I owe hundreds of thousands of dollars. Uh, it's the loan plus interest,
2: third party loans are a
1: third party. <laughs> and after losing all of my personal finances. I used uni funds. This explains why this guy has never had gear. He's just had that Chase You sweater sweater the whole time. Tinky old sweater. Well, makes sense. And he says, I used a third party for a loan that I cannot pay back. And they're after me as well.
2: They're going to fucking murder him.
1: But I got us in this mess and I'm going to restore it. And Duke says, okay, other than selling the trophy, uh, which I'm not going to do, is there anything else we can do? And someone suggests a bake sale. Car wash. Duke says no, car wash. And then some uh, British guy.
2: Yeah, he's the one that was in the, the breakout tournament. Which one's this? Uh Janu I, Jackson. Keanu Reeves? No, uh, I don't know. I'll find it.
1: Well, he suggests how about we take a crash course on finances and blah, blah, blah. And the music changes as we see Thea Hale's gone all kind of gaga for him. Riley Osborne. Riley Osborne. Uh, so she's like, she kind of fancies this guy and JC snaps her out of it. And Andre just says, we can get through this together and get this debt paid. And he's, he's put out a tweet asking for any suggestions of fundraising. Right
2: away I said bake sale and car wash. And then they both, we're
1: going to get these skits on deadline,
2: like the car wash and things. Oh, nice. Okay. Duke and a car wash. Yeah. Nice. Um, yeah. So. Okay, so. He's taking full blame. He's taking the blame, right? We're assuming that because of the gambling, it's actually him taking the fall for Duke, but Duke is like acting very not. Yeah, and like
1: he was, he was saying like it was me, it was me, I, I did this. I still kind of think, you know, he's blaming himself for his luck of, lack of judgment on Duke, maybe. But he did form that friendship and, but Duke is being a bit of a dick.
2: Easily this has to link to. Listen, like we're just it's like we're we're not detectives here, but as soon as they're like, hey, there's some money and gambling and stuff, it's like, oh, wait a second, this guy was a poker player. Yeah. We could be cops. Because like that's how the shit works. It's coincidences aren't usually coincidence. Mm -hmm. There's a reason, right? So I still think Duke is somewhat involved in why the gambling and stuff. But kids, gambling is bad.
1: So do you think we're gonna find out who this third party is? Is their third party. The family, the family and it's gonna end up in a match, isn't it? Surely. Yeah. Match to get the money back to save Chase U. Right, right. How many times has Chase U been on the line now?
2: I mean Didn't Chase Piana, you, oh yeah, the Chase That no, was the bar. the bar. Right, right. Yeah. So yeah, I I don't know where we're going with this, but there's a lot of moving pieces. We got Thea falling for a breakout star while she's trying to learn how to be more like toxic attraction. Yeah with jc who was like oddly suspicious coming in here then the issues happen mm. then we got duke who used to be a poker player a lousy one if that so therefore you would think he was good at so it's really a who's done it here because it's like could it be jc or is it duke i think it's duke yeah somehow. but yeah interesting stuff. i thought
1: I chase is maybe like he's taking the fall because he can't he can't let the mvp take the fall yeah it's, it's like, like, like the, oh. it's like
2: the dark knight yeah right like it's like harvey he's, Dent. The, he's the symbol right yeah he's like look you can't have like you gotta wear a mask yeah take the ones you care about so yeah i i, I i'm interested but it's weird yeah <laughs> um
1: we go back to trick and mellow and trick is asking mellow what the hell this is from this video and mellow says look it's not what it looks like but i got my last chance uh I need to have this match now and then we can talk. And Trick's like, nah, dog, this is your last chance. Talk to me now. What yeah. the hell's going on? And Mello just leaves because his music's here and he's going for his match. And then we see Lexis King, who sent in an ex and says, everyone's popping off about me, saying I should be worried and incriminated. And I'm here saying the exact opposite. I'm sat on my throne and the camera always finds me. Ain't that right? Carmelo Hayes. They're talking about your match. They're talking about how I'll interfere. I won't interfere in my friend's match. We had a rocky start, but I think we're on the same. We'll be on the same page very quick. And I know Mello don't miss and Lexis don't miss either. And I love it when a plan comes together.
2: Uh, you know what? Like, Maybe the best he's sounding because you genuinely hate this like anti Riz Greaseball mm. dude. So definitely like the best he's become. His wrestling's still not good, but at least he's involved in this storyline. He's kind of made the storyline a little muddied, but whatever. I am I just can't stop staring at his damn facial hair. Yeah, it's bizarre. Is it like is it a bat symbol on his I like chin? It. I do. Yeah. Is it, it, looks it like the it. like Star Wars Rebel Alliance thing? I don't know what that is. Is it a pair of boobs? A butt? Balls! What I'm is that?
1: All those things you mentioned, right, right now,
2: yeah, yeah, right. I could keep going. uh I'm like looking at a. a th- I've never done one of these, but like all those tests, like what do you see out of it? It's definitely a bat. It's the Batman thing. Yeah. but Then he's got that like porn stash going on, I which has know. a
1: little curl at the end as well. Oh yeah.
2: man, I love all of this. So
1: like, Lexis is kind of just saying, "Look, it's we're friends and we've been working together, but we know he's kind of potentially taking the blame like." deliberately claiming this where he might not have anything to
2: do with it and he's just fucking around so yeah i don't know or Mello like did hire him to do it yeah so it's like okay i mean the the proof is there he who was mellow texting yeah so
1: we go to our uh men's last chance match uh carmelo hayes versus tyler Bate versus joe coffee versus eddie thorpe um just before Eddie Thorpe comes out, he's asked how his ribs are. He says, not great, but if I win, I get a chance at the guy who inj- injured me in Dijak. Uh Match starts. We get the airplane spin from Bate to Coffee. Bate goes for a diving uppercut, but gets caught by Coffee and spun around and slammed to the mat. Uh, Bate comes in with an exploder to Coffee. Uh, Thorpe with a spine buster to Mello. And now everyone is down as we go to commercial break. After the break, we see Thorpe hit a brain buster to Bate, which Coffee breaks up the pin for. Uh, Thorpe then hits uh, suiciders either side of the ring, but gets caught in a big spine buster onto the steel steps by Coffee. Yeah, that was pretty sweet. Which actually takes him out of the match because uh, he's already got that rib injury. There's then a sunset flip from Mello to Coffee, uh, who, in being sunset flipped, German's Tyler Bate, which looked pretty cool. Uh, Coffee then hits his. Running, diving, headbutt to both Mellow and Bait. Just retire this move. Cut it's, it. It's not Cut good. it out. Uh, Mellow then delivers a gourdbuster Buster on Coffee to Bait, but Bait gets his knees up, uh, which Mellow wasn't expecting. So Bait is still up and going at it. There's some nice kind of three-way sequences between these, uh, these guys. There's the bop and bang to Coffee and then Mellow and Coffee both leap off the top and uh bait meets them both with uppercutters and then delivers the tyler driver 97 to coffee for the
2: win yeah a bit of an upset there for for Mello not to be in this match kind of putting tyler bait definitely isn't one we kind of figured would go as such mm. but but pretty interesting you know he'll make it an even better match he's definitely a, a work rate guy so kind of excited to see that as well this the 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 iron survivor match isn't my favorite but the way they have booked the men specifically and hey even the women's now is like it's a bunch of people that never get to truly shine that might get to like make mm. a, a pretty good match and i know obviously bait we've seen him shine we've seen him have those moments but he's been stuck here in nxt he's one of the best workers he doesn't necessarily get to show it to a lot of people all the time yeah, so
1: bait Ilya,
2: exactly fantastic yeah, you know?
1: yeah. Like, um so Bait gets on the mic after and says, um, I am the final man going to deadline. And trust me, I know what awaits me, a match like no other. And normally I am about peace and tranquility. But to hell with that, because at deadline... And then Hard Justice diejack interrupts. He comes out and says, Your adrenaline must be going through the roof right now because you're as delusional as this piece of trash. As he, Eddie Thorpe is being taken out by trainers... And Dijak just kicks him in the ribs and tells them to take this trash out. He says to Bate, "'You are a big, strong boy who must have a big, strong heart, "'but it must be an overdrive if you think you have a chance on Saturday.'" Bron Breaker then comes out, who says, "'Seems like the two of you have no idea what you're in for on Saturday.'" And you better hope and pray that I am the last entrance in this match, because if not, you're all going to the penalty box. And where I'm standing, it's the safest place to be. And then Josh Briggs comes out and says, oh, another week of ba- badass breaker chatting trash. And I know you all underestimate me, and I like it like that. I've been waiting for this moment my entire life, and right now I am betting on myself. At deadline, I am shocking the world But as he's saying this, the crowd are all saying, whoop these tricks. And Trick comes out and he says, I'm not in the mood. At deadline, I'm going to whoop that trick. Going to whoop that trick. Going to whoop that trick. (laughs) Loved it. And DiJack says, the only trick you should be whooping is your friend Carmelo. And Trick just punches him in the face. They all start to brawl. And uh, we cut to backstage where we see Melo asking Ava... The, the you know the girl that gets things done the gm <laughs> uh and uh to to sort it out to get something done and Trix is cut the crap and asks Mello did you text Lexis king to attack me Mello said of course i didn't i'm not working with him i'll get it done and i'll get business done and on saturday uh and trick says oh yeah well on saturday tr- uh mellow opens the show and trick's closing yeah this
2: was this was coming back from break after and and so this sets up now it's official because the rock's daughter made it official yeah. i guess that mellow will take on lexus king to start the show yeah on deadline and trick saying oh you start the show i close the show and kind of walks off and mellow gives him this like dirty look like he's upset at that so mm-hmm. more entangled drama of what's to come with the whole uh, storyline here. But yeah, I think we kind of saw that coming too. Yeah. If they weren't going to be in the match, then a singles match.
1: Yeah. I I kind of, I I didn't need two segments tonight of just everyone talking over each other. Yeah. It was a bit samey yeah. from the men's and women's. I I get it's maybe the easiest way to do it, but would have liked something a bit more original
2: across the two. Yeah. Yeah. Especially what's to come again.
1: Uh, we then have Ilya and Baron Corbin face to face contract signing, whatever it
2: is. So Byron just left? Yeah, no mediator here. Byron just left? Yeah. Okay.
3: Gotcha. Uh, it would have
2: been way more effective if Byron's there in his bright suit, his and, bright suit. and Baron Corbin comes out and goes, now nah, get the hell get out of unfair. here. But no, he didn't. Maybe it
3: did during commercials. Oh,
1: okay. yeah. Maybe. Uh, off just right away like throws the chair down. And says to Baron, this is a championship you failed to win before, and you brought my family into this, and you can mock my accent, my heart, anything, but the sacrifices for my boy, that's the line you crossed, and you will pay for this. And Corbin says, what you call sacrifices, I call excuses. You could have brought them over here, but you turned your back on your son and got a plane and came here so you can stay in your cold, lonely apartment. Damn. And what you're doing to your son right now is exactly what your father did to you. And you see Ilya's going bright red, the veins popping out of his head, and Corbin's going, Oh, that stings, huh? Oh, yeah, the veins popping out of your neck, buddy. Ilias starts to like strip off, he takes his tie off, he's ripping his shirt open. He's getting red, he's getting angry. And he's saying, I'm trying to contain this, because if I unleash it now and not on Saturday, there will be no NXT title match at deadline, and you will leave in an ambulance, and no opportunity to add this title to your lavish life, you materialistic son of a bitch. (laughs) And Corbin says, oh, you think this is about materialistic things? No this is about vindication for me he says even though these people will never admit it i've never stopped not through brand changes not through covid i've been here on your tv for over 8 years and will take what's mine and your son misses you and i can say that because i'm bad enough i can walk down any street and not have to worry about looking over my shoulder and Ilya's is getting all fired up and corbin says yeah breathe that fire cuz i've been hell and back and I will be there again on Saturday. And then Corbin sets up a corner in the middle of the uh, sorry a table in the corner of the ring and says go on Ilya do it. He turns his back to Ilya and says do it do it for your family. This is for your family. Go on. And then Ilya turns him round and hugs him. Oh and says the only one who can destroy the dragon is the dragon himself. As Corbin looks confused, because he's like, wait, I thought you were going to hit me. That's that's weird. Wow. that's it's
2: like It's like the end of Lost in Translation here. Like <laughs> whisper. whisper, you never know what he said.
1: And uh, then all the men from the Iron Survivor spill out, and they're fighting and brawling. And there's a spear from Bronbreaker to trick through the table. Yeah,
2: so just all these guys go, ah, I can't contain it anymore. We have to fight, see? And somehow Tyler
1: Bates, the one standing tall at the end. St-
2: the show ends with Tyler Bate being like, yeah, and I'm in that match.
1: Uh, I quite like the, the Corbin and Ilya. I, I liked the, the twist on it with Ilya just, yeah, I, it makes him scarier. Like we've seen him beat the shit out of people and it's like, yeah, no, like I'm,
2: yeah, I, I, I think, I think, uh, it, the crowd didn't know how to react to it right away because you had some, some girls in the crowd being like, kiss him, kiss him. <laughs> 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 but like, I think, the the way they did it is still better than just like any other thing another and, put him through the and room. braun rea- uh sorry baron corbin reacting like he's even now he's he's scared now yeah. he was not scared before and he was being mean and everything but now all of a sudden he's like shaking his boots because like oh this guy's cooler mm-hmm. and calm than i than i could think of so yeah uh i think i think the match will be hopefully baron corbin's best match and possibly dragunov's worst but still like yeah. Better than what we can expect from Corbin. Hopefully, maybe I'm just crazy and trying to I
1: expect kinda, something. Like
2: but. as far as story
1: goes, I've enjoyed this more than some of Corbin's feuds. But it is at the end of the day, it's like Ilya is so elite and yeah. like I don't think Corbin's as bad as people make him out to be, but I get I I, I get that he's <laughs> I think he can wrestle. I think he's fine. I just don't think he's Exciting. Exciting. Yeah. And I don't think he's really right for this position. But I, I do I I quite enjoy him in promos and things. I think he is just quite naturally unlikable. And I, I think he's done a good job on this feud. But there's definitely a whole lot of other matches I'd rather see Ilya in, especially as a main event of a pay per
2: view. Yeah, I think, and I think that will, will show like he, he'll get through this match and then set up something, whether it's the winner of the, the whole thing, the, the Iron Survivor. But mm. I think, Bar- uh, Baron Corbin, it's, it's the least interesting story for, match for for the dragon but we'll get to some bigger ones we'll get to sadly not going to go to that wes match which i think we kind of s- saw in the future yeah. being like the big mania one so i don't know who would take that spot because i think mellow should take uh sorry dragon should take the title all the way to stand and deliver yeah and that's the big match is him versus someone is that him versus bait is that way too long down the line i don't know I, if that's it's
1: like tyler bait as a character does absolutely no it doesn't work me, right now but yeah. i like and he even his wrestling, it's it's a bit like doing the hits a lot of the time. Like he's a good wrestler, don't get me wrong. Yeah. Like some he's had some incredible matches, but I just feel like whenever I watch him, it's okay, it's the bop and bang, it's the airplane spin, it's yeah. the lar- like I feel he needs to get his teeth into something and like I mean, Ilya is the guy to do it. They could have an absolute killer match.
3: I
2: mean, maybe stand and deliver, I mean it's so far away, right? Is Trickamello. Right. Like that's the yeah. big one. But Dragonov, I'm wondering who his opponent would be. But, but yeah, uh, kind of an okay episode. There was some stuff I liked and some stuff I didn't. Highlight is Lash Legend body slamming Otis and, uh, Fallon getting put into this Iron Survivor match. Yeah. I think I, I think I enjoyed the
1: women's last chance match more than the men's, uh, tonight. Uh, I enjoyed that, uh, that mixed tag as well. Um, I, I found it a bit like by the numbers, the whole both multiple men's and women's I
2: hated the running out at the end. I hate all that stuff, like oh at least they had the courtesy, they knew the segment was ending. Yeah. That they came out. But the women, the match was still on. They just came out during the match, didn't give a shit. You've seen that match a hundred times. No, I'm just like oh the the coming running out and doing it. The men definitely after already seeing it and then the having the guys do it was like Yeah, It's so whatever.
1: So uh, do you want to do some predictions?
2: Yeah, uh, maybe read some feedback because I see some there first and then we'll go to some deadline predictions. I see here we have a Facebook page. You can like Poison Rana on Facebook, but it leads you to the Poison Rana group. We link it here on the podcast description and join it. We share fun things, news memes and fun things and stories, but we also post up feedback threads like this one every Tuesday night. Writing in is Andrew McDonald, who says, I think I know where the Ava storyline is going. Sean is giving her special treatment because he knows her dad hates him and he's trying to make amends. The Chase You segment was fine, but if you're going to go absurd, go all in. Don't just have weird fantasy noises going on when Thea Hall... Thea Hale is listening to that guy. Have Dreamweaver as if it was Wayne's World. Yes, I totally agree, uh, Andrew. Uh, he continues. I'm wondering if Wesley's injury is simply from years of wear and tear, and it finally caught up to him. It could have been anything, and maybe it's a situation where guys are smarter with their health. I listened to John Pollock releasing the audio obituary of the Dynamite Kid, and it's better that guys are taking more time to get stuff fixed than being dragged out for a match. Yeah, I mean that's definitely the case, and I, I don't, I don't think we'll find out exactly until if it's from that match last week but yeah i mean we, we're seeing a whole like ethos change
1: in wwe as well like randy uh orton saying in an interview recently about triple h and how like that's something that's changed it's like back in the day you'd miss your like the birth of your child anniversaries all of that stuff and now it's like oh you need time off take time off like yeah. he, it's way more kind of like physical and mental health friendly there it seems sure these days yeah we go to Manny who says the deal has been finalized and the name of the contract does say Lee. However, the contract reads Dragon Lee. Ray being at ringside made me think Santos will show up and cost Dragon Lee the title uh, while Wesley, uh, wishing Wesley a speedy recovery. Uh, looking forward to deadline, but I won't be able to watch it live as I'll be watching Andrade make his GCW debut live in person.
2: Ooh, nice. Little, uh, Andrade Gargano throwback. Mm-hmm. I wonder if we'll ever get that again. Maybe. Possibly. I wonder who he's fighting in GCW. I guess Commander would be like one of the the Lucha guys would be one of the big. Or I think it's Joey Janelle. I think it's Joey Andrade, Janelle on this. Right. I think it's, yeah. We go to Frank, the BD champ. He says, Chase U needs to have a telethon. Glad to see Fallon make it in the match. Breakout tournament looks interesting. Very saddened to hear about Wes. That was heartbreaking. Can't wait to burn the ships live this Saturday. That's right. Fire Frank and John Sino will both be in Bridgeport, Connecticut for deadline this Saturday. I hope you guys write in, get some thoughts from you too. I hope you have fun, by the way. Uh But yeah, uh Ch- he's saying Chase needs a, a telethon. Maybe just join OnlyFans. That seems to be yeah. like the big thing yeah. too. Yeah. We go to Magan, who says, "'Let's start with that gut punch in the
1: first hour. "'Wesley announcing that he needs back surgery "'broke my heart.'" Dom coming out to gloat had me wondering if it was a work until it wasn't, as Dragon Lee is going to fill in for Wes. Yeah, Dragon lost twice him this year, and he moved to SmackDown recently. There's one way to make lemonade out of this lemon, and it's for Dragon Lee to become North American champion. It's fucking necessary considering Logan Paul is ghosting for weeks at a time with the US title. Wesley's sacrifice can't be in vain. Okay, with that out of my system, the two-way form, the two four-way matches did the job. I had Fallon and Mello winning it, but one out of two ain't bad. Good son. The go-home had a real sense of urgency. I like that Ava is becoming the proxy for Sean to make matches, and Ilya Dragunov showing restraint makes him the scariest motherfucker alive. Strong outing. And then note, the QR codes on the desk leads to a link, and on there has a familiar voice. It was Cora Jade.
2: Yeah, they had a thing for Deadline, like, hey, this Saturday, and it's her, her voice saying, okay. see you at Deadline. So CM Punk came back to WWE. She's like, hey, book me.
3: Yeah. <laughs> uh
1: Costing, costing Roxanne, Roxanne the cage match. I guess. Slamming the door in her face as she's about to call out in a hood. She'll be wearing a black hoodie. Calling it now.
2: Yeah. CM Punk hoodie. Yeah. And then finally we go to Gian Carlo who writes in, Hey y'all, second time long time. Second time long time. <laughs> <laughs> I'll listen to this on the drive tomorrow, but what's your opinions on the GTA six trailer as a South Floridian? This has a pretty good looking Florida simulator. Maybe we can get a knockoff performance center in it since it seems to include fictional Orlando area as well. Keep up the good work. Haya <laughs> Uh yeah, we did you, you definitely to- definitely did uh talk about that off the top there is Giancarlo but I I I know I probably won't buy a PS5 or PS6 or whenever it comes out system but I definitely will have to check it out I know certain people will buy it day of and I'll be definitely uh trying to trying to play it because I was I was younger when these games came out and definitely like loved playing them but I don't think I've ever completed a GTA like I've completed Red Dead Redemption but yeah But yeah, I'm excited. And and if there is a performance center, there should be. Looks like there's a lot of other Florida stuff in there. So good stuff. Mm -hmm. Thank you, Jean. Thank you, everyone, for writing in. And thank you, everyone, for listening to us here today, whether it's live in the YouTube chat or on the podcast app. Thank you. Appreciate you guys. Again, at Poison Rana Pod, Twitter, Instagram, for all the stuff that we do. The socials for all the other shows. Patreon.com slash Poison Rana. Five bucks a month to become a friend. You get access to almost... 500 podcasts in that catalog. There's retro wrestling reviews, our Survivor Series 96 review from a few weeks ago, our Lord of the Rings reviews out these few weeks. Uh We have so many movie reviews, retro NXT reviews, everything on there, and it's only five bucks a month. So go check it out and you won't be disappointed, especially around the holidays. Get Absolutely. yourself. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. uh So we will be back Saturday night. Oh, we didn't do our predictions. We didn't oh, do our yeah. predictions. Oh, okay. here I am signing off like a jackass. Okay. All right. Let's you, do it quick. Okay, go.
1: Axiom versus Nathan. Well, I don't care. Uh, Axiom. (laughs) Uh, Dijak v. Trick versus Josh Mm -hmm. Briggs versus Bron Breaker versus Tyler Bate.
2: Okay, I'm going to go with Trick Williams. I think it's got to
1: be, really. Story, right?
2: Yeah.
1: Uh, Tiffany versus Lash Legend versus Blair Davenport versus Kalani Jordan versus Fallon Henley. I'm going to go with
2: Fallon Henley. Me too. Wow. Uh,
1: Ilya Dragunov versus Baron Corbin.
2: Gonna go with Ilya Dragunov. Come on, corpse! You get the hell out of here! No. Uh,
1: Dirty Dom versus Dragon Lee.
2: Uh, I'm gonna say Dirty
1: Dom. I'm gonna go with Dragon Lee. Okay. Uh, Roxanne Perez versus Kiana James. Kiana James. Kiana James via Cora Jade. Why we don't know, but sure. And Carmelo Hayes versus Lexis King.
2: I don't know what to expect from this match, to be honest. Carmelo, one of the best. Workers here And Alexis King One of the best Beards here So I mean It could go both ways But I'm going could Alexis Could be your story I don't know like, Alexis King Yeah I, Yeah I guess Alexis King
1: Great And does Mello Let him win I don't know
2: oh he lays down for him i don't know exactly i don't know so there you go no, deadline no. we got a bunch of matches i think i think we'll be in for a treat i definitely wasn't looking forward it's still one of the least hyped ones for me i gotta say it's definitely like not up to some of the levels or up to par from some of the other ones but i'm i'm looking at it glass half full here and i think there will be some surprising matches coming off the show it always is it always is yeah, like that. i'm looking forward to
1: it i i enjoyed these iron survivor matches last year uh i'm in intrigued for the like next step in the trick and mellow story where i think that will take a big step forward um so
2: yeah I, i'm looking forward to it yeah all right well at poison on pod twitter instagram like i said saturday night after deadline if you're watching come hang out here on the post feed we'll be live minutes after deadline goes off the air with our nxt deadline post Show And next Tuesday night, I will be joined by Dickie Bird from Eagles Don't Hunt Flies to cover NXT as you're uh, off in BC. Yes. Excellent. So lots and lots of more shows coming up. And Saturday, during our deadline show, we will announce, this is an announcement for an announcement, we will announce our new Poison Rana merchandise line.
1: Yeah, finally.
2: Right on time. Yes. There you go. At the beginning of the Deadline show, I'll tell you where you can go to get new Poison Rana merch from a brand new website. Yes. I cannot wait. We're very excited. So we love all you fine people for listening and supporting us. I, myself, Brayden Harrington, Twitter, Instagram, at TheBrayD.
1: And you can find me at Davey Portman.
2: That's it. That's all. Take care. Goodbye. Be safe. And we'll see you at Deadline in the Penalty Box.
0: Oh boy.
1: This week on the Poison Rana Patreon feed, we talked all about the Lord of the Rings, the Two Towers, in a brand new episode of Up Yours. He goes, what's that? What are you putting in there? Uh, he's like, taters. It's like, taters? taters? What's taters? Precious. And what
2: are taters? Potatoes. And what do you do with potatoes? You boil them, mash them, stick them in a stew. You boil them, mash them, stick them in a stew. <laughs> Get this podcast, plus retro NXT reviews, movie reviews, wrestling reviews, and so much more. And it's only five bucks to become a friend. Patreon.com slash Poison Rana. What are you waiting for?
3: What are you waiting for?